Hey everyone. So I was with somebody yesterday and um, I hadn't seen them in a long time. And I was, uh, we were catching up and, you know, I was talking about this experience um, with this medicine. And, um, and, you know, it's so interesting because um, you know, having, having been in it for so long and, and, and sort of been in the, the fire of it, that it seems, you know, quite normal. <laughs> it, it, it seems very, um, it doesn't seem strange to me at all. I mean, all of this stuff, it's very sort of Harry Potterish and, you know, slightly mad and out there. And, um, and then I walked away and I thought, God, you know, that must have sounded really weird. <laughs> they must have been looking at me like, what is this great woman crazy? You know, Maria's gone mad. Um, and what's interesting, at one point they said to me, oh, has this got to do with QAnon? And I'm like, no, like, no. It's got nothing to do with any conspiracies or, no, it's just an experience um, that's happening in a medicine, right? It's not that uh, weird. But what, what, what I realized was like, wow, this is like, it's like second nature to me now. Like I understand, I'm sort of, I'm there with it. Like it doesn't, um, I'm so connected to it that it's like, in fact, that even feels more real than this. But I, I, I have to understand that it, it you know, it, it's quite out there <laughs> when you're talking to a regular person. So I get it. And, uh, you know, it's like if you're submerged or marinated in something for a long time and you're, you're really connected to it well then at first it's sort of uncomfortable and weird but then it just becomes you know it's like regular breathing it doesn't you know it's not that weird that these things happen so I just wanted to point out that you know I, I too realized that talking about this might be slightly strange um um and it's got nothing to do with QAnons and conspiracies and any of that stuff. It's like, no, this is just um, being involved with medicines, plant medicines, that take you into this energetic field. And, you know, there are other worlds that are going on and other things that are happening that you can't see. It's quite simply that. I don't want it to be, oh, my God, it's so... No, it's just like, it's just an, something that we don't understand, right? There's... It's, there's nothing to win. I don't win anything. We don't, you know, I don't get, you know, a house in Malibu and I scale this project and we make millions. There's no, we're all so obsessed with this sort of the final end is that I get to live in Malibu and, you know, Beyonce's new $200 million home and and somehow I get to be someone. I don't, don't. There's nothing, quite the opposite, actually. It's like, um, first of all, you're, pulled out completely of reality in a way you're in this other world um there's no win the win is i get as far as in 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 terms of what everybody sees as a win right how oh, i get to like be a celebrity or i get to be someone it's none of that shit it's like no you just get to be connected to yourself right that's it it's not and you get to then go do whatever it is that you want to do you want to you know climb the himalayas or 
dive into the you know the deepest depths of the ocean and I realize there's this kind of like obsession that oh well then you become you're part of this thing you're part of an identity like it's more identity making like oh you're part of QAnon or you're part no there's nothing it's just nature why is this so foreign to all of us it's just nature I just had a little glimpse of nature right and nature has helped me move a lot of these stuck energies really at the end of the day it's quite simply that right yeah do I want to live in the south of France of course I do you know do I want to have a great we all want to have a great life right that doesn't but you don't become anything right there's no you know suddenly like you're something or something no right um all of this that I'm part is just my experience of doing of being in nature and having the privilege and honor of working with this incredible medicine and these incredible shamans who are the most humble, beautiful, that they are the plants. You look at them, they like they look like the plants, right? It's like, or they've got all these plants inside of them. And, and they're just insanely loving and caring. And so here we're kind of obsessed with this. Oh, you become someone, you get an audience, you someone you matter all like you matter like what the fuck what matter? like a foreigner sees me and I matter that's crazy I don't have a connection with that person right so um I just watched the new selling sunset which I love I love selling sunset and all these glamorous women in their beautiful homes it's fabulous I love watching it um but they're all still fucking miserable. They all have got, you know, they're all Botoxed up and and done up and, and the whole thing. And I love it. Believe me, I love all that shit. But they're still miserable, right? It, it, it's like um, our drama is our drama. And, uh, and this is all very different. This is not... You don't go into the medicine to become anyone, right? You go into the medicine to return and to reconnect with yourself that's it there's no and I talk about it because it's just such an incredible experience of not knowing who I was and all this stuff that had happened and you know it was like it's like being in a car wash right but it's a plant wash you go in and it's like huh right and so to me it's shocking and insane and I talk about it because it's shocking and insane as a human being to have this experience. And, um, and wow, if it happened to me that, you know, hopefully everyone that's suffering anything um, can have the same experience and really truly heal and be connected. And it's not about like, oh, you get a fucking Rolls Royce. I mean, it's, you don't get anything. There's no material, you know, gain here. It's a cleansing of your heart and your soul, right? And and who you are. Um, so I just wanted to, yeah. There's and I think it's it's the same as my attitude when I first want, wanted to do. And I realized how stuck I was in that same you know mentality when I first went to do meditation. Um, I remember distinctly many many years ago going to this Zen center. And, you know, kind of being wrapped up in that, like, oh, you get something mentality and saying to the Zen priest, like, oh, yeah, like, if I do this, you know, so what happens? Like, 
Like, do I get something? Like, what do I get? Like, do I get an audience? Do I get, a, you know, some kind of identity? Like, and he's like, no, you just get to be really ordinary. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> I get it. We all want to be someone, right? Like, somehow there's a value in this. Um, and I grew up with that too. So it was all about that, you know, you've got to become someone at all costs. And, you know, we sacrifice whatever to make sure that we can hold that, you know, that version of ourselves to the world. Like, for who? For a fucking bunch of strangers? Like, no, right? In the end, all of this is about reconnecting you to you. And um, that is the win. There's nothing else. You know, I don't get a Chevrolet. I don't get... (laughs) I just get to see... I get to get out of the snowball. And that means I'm still in life. I still have to deal with all the stuff that life brings. But now I can do it with clarity and I can make decisions and I can be connected to myself. In fact, that was my intention going into the medicine. It's like, I just want to be connected to myself. I want to know who the fuck I am. Um, And I think, uh, you know, a nice metaphor is, you know, it's like you are thrown into the washing machine of all these energies or you know, you're picked up in the snowball that's going really fast down this mountain. And you're just picked up in all these people's energies. I mean, I had, I was just trapped there in all these energies. Everybody had a different agenda. They needed me for something else. I I didn't get a chance to, I was just alone, just being used by one energy and another energy, right? And it was all horrible and I couldn't get out and I was stuck there and it was awful, right? These things are happening when you're a child by all this darkness certainly for me Um, so all of this is really just surfacing it's getting out of and I couldn't even see them I was completely owned by horrific energies that I just, just jumped to oh you know in my head I had a judge you know it was always like I was answering to it was crazy I think, I, I, you know, even recently something happened. I'm like, who the fuck am I, you know, who's this judge? Who, who am I, you know, I need to know, right? So all of it, you know, it's like the snowball dissolves, right? That's what the medicine's doing. It's dissolving the whole container that you're in. And for me, it was just all these energies, really dark, horrific horrific energies like I never got a chance it was just like stampeded on arrival it was like here you are I'm gonna throw you into this cauldron of bubbling shit pulled here pulled there terrified secrets don't know you know terror terror it's all the time right I didn't know which way the fuck was up I was just responding constantly to endless fear that's it and trying to look you know cool as I was doing it right Um, that's what's happening that's certainly what's been happening the last few months since I came back from the last retreat is that is it's like I've been in this one silo for the last few months right not a lot's happened but like it's like I it's almost been just one day that I, I literally nothing has happened other than this one day in which all the stuff is being removed Tell me what happened yesterday. I don't know. The day before, I'm, I'm just in this one. It's almost like I've been, yeah, I've just been, everything's just come to a grinding halt. 
and all this stuff is sort of happening around me, right? So it's like energies are being, you know, you're woken up to everything. So when you're in terror, well, what do you do? You run, right? What is all our distractions? It's running. It's like, I'm just going to run from everything. If I, you know, build that amazing business, if I find that amazing guy, if I, whatever, if I get really skinny or if I, whatever the fuck it is, it doesn't matter. It's all the same shit. It's the same distraction, right? That's what keeps us unhappy. It's not this endless, if I just, you know, build this identity, somehow this identity will, you know, will save me. It won't. These energies will keep coming at you and coming at you and you can't wear your identity in bed, right? Well, you can at a certain point, but at some point, this stuff, you know, is going to, you know, you're going to crash and burn, right? So, you know, in fact, this friend of mine was saying to me, you know, they know this retired cop who's making shitloads, you know, he doesn't have to work anymore, he's got a huge pension of God knows how much money, thousands, millions, whatever. He's still miserable. He's like drinking himself into oblivion. So the money, all the stuff, all these identities we take on, all these versions, you know, uh, yeah, they may feel good for a time. And I've been there, so... You know, I know, I mean, there's no shade. Um, yeah, my whole life was identity making. Right? I spent my whole life chasing that identity and working towards if, you know, if I have this cover up, then everything's going to be fine. No, the, you know, the, the shit still is in you, right? The cover up is also work, by the way, because the cover up is a destination that you're constantly you know, sort of working towards. That's a lot of work. But it's only because you want to keep, you know, the wolves at bay, right? If I just be... And it's very interesting for me because every time, you know, I came to some thing that I would win something or be someone, whatever, it was always foiled by the universe. It was like, no, you're almost there, but I'm going to take it away from you, right? This is not you know, your path, this is not going to make you happy, right, you're at sort of at the, you're like the last contestant that you're going to win something in this thing, and it was always in like, like some TV show or something that I was almost like in this design thing, contest, it was almost, almost, and it was taken away, because it wasn't, it was all part of that hiding, right, it's all part of that, all right, if I get this, then somehow I'm at the top of the hill, you're not, you're not if you're if the reason for doing this thing is because you're being chased by darkness or demons or unfinished trauma or whatever the fuck it has to be clean if that's one thing I've learned from the medicine whatever you do whatever you think whatever you are has to be clean it has to be honest it has to be sort of untainted right it has to be honest to who you are right that's the way things and people succeed it's honest to them and I mean real success. I'm not talking I'm struggling every day to, you know, to... Like, you see a lot of these celebrities, that the, the struggle for them to stay the same, right? The same age, the same... <coughs> the same body shape. That, and I'm not... Nothing against that, but, like, it's this desire to not change. 
as if we're going to, in this static place, the universe is always asking for evolution. It's going to demand it from you. It's going to force its way through you, right? No matter how many pills, how many injections, how many whatever, it's still going to, it's demanding that you transform. And it's not just your physicality, it's that you grow. We don't come here to stand still. We don't come here to just be paralyzed in one shape, right? If we're in this version of the universe, in this little dimension, then there's shit to learn, there's stuff to go through, right? I mean, where this body, this body wants all these different things. This body breaks down, this body wants this and it wants that. Then, you know, it's a lot of work to be in this shape, right? In this form. It's a pain in the ass. It's always in a state of change. Thinking, questioning, everything is being edited out. It's a lot of work. And it's even more work when you're trying to stop the process from happening, right? You know, my audience wants me to be like this, so I need to be like this. And, you know, I'm going to call the paparazzi in so they can photograph me like this. So everybody, it's a complete control game. It's crazy. What? So I maintain this identity and I get this audience and I keep my, you know, it's the Malibu experience right now. By the way, we all want it. I'm not, by the way, I'm not shading anyone on that. I'm just saying, if it's true to who you are, it's true to who you are. There's no, it's effortless, right? But if you're running from something, or if you're being controlled by energies that you can't see, or events that you've forgotten, or, you know, whatever it is that, isn't true to you. That's really it. It just isn't true to you. It shouldn't be an effort. Right? Again, it's like watching... I love that woman who was in the... the choreographer for Rihanna and all these people. She's insane. And you can see her work is just who she is, right? Her, she's a choreographer. I can't remember her name now. But anyway, she's amazing. You know, but she... When you see her dance and you see her speak, it's like, you know, I was born to do this. It's like, it's who she is. It's not about the end identity she gets. It's who she is. And in trauma, that, that compass, that, there's a blockage to your soul. There's a blockage to the expression of who you are. And so because you don't have that connection... You have to invent something, an identity, right? That somehow someone else is going to, you know, look up to or you get to be someone in some way. Like, oh, you're a guy and you get to have this big job. Or Again, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's like going against the tide. I mean, I think in my case, I, everything was against everything I was, it was completely going in the wrong direction. I completely refused the full expression of my little script, right? Because of all the events. So it's, it's nothing more than that. It's nothing more than whatever your experience. And mine's been, you know, Harry Potter on steroids. It's not about that. It's about that's what it took 
to connect. It's not like, oh, well, no, it's just like, okay, this is the most bizarre experience I've been through. And this is the most bizarre experience because I was so smothered with shit I didn't know about, right? That's it. Nothing more than that. Life goes on, right? The universe is doing its thing day in, day out. It's like, it's a, it's a subtraction. It's not an addition. I woke up one day and it was just like, oh, wow. Silence. Hmm. There were no real relationships formed in that torrent of noise and energy. There was no connections created in that torrent of energy and terror. There was nothing. It was really nothing. But I had to fight my way out of all these falsehoods, all of these false connections, all of these false relationships, everything I had built, because there was nothing, right? Because it was nothing and it was so horrific, I had to invent something. But when I look back, it's like all of it. There was no connection. I had to invent it because I had to survive, right? We invent. Thank God we're very good at that. And our brains can do that. But we have to invent what can't be real or what terrifies us, right? If I'm looking at the growling face of a a wolf, well, I can't live in front of that growling face my whole life because then I'll be terrified I might die. So I'm going to make that wolf into a genie or something, right? I'm going to transform that in my head. If if, if I've got nowhere, if I can't do anything about it, I'm going to use my imagination to change it. Does a wolf go away? No, I just invent a version of it and then connect with something which isn't real. And I try to make that relationship work and everything, and it's not real. All of this is really just taking off everybody's costume in your play, right? You get to see, oh shit, you know, fuck. That wasn't my dad, that guy sold me, right? That wasn't a nice person, that was a pedophile, right? Or whatever it is that you have to see. And all your stories that you invented about them and all your connect it's all, it just gets, it all gets dissolved. It's like the snowball that just completely dissolves. And, you know, looking back, it's like, what the fuck was all of that, right? Like you get trapped in this sort of Ibisan disco techno drama thing and you're in that noise boom 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 and you're in that boom and all these people are coming up to you and you have no idea where you are and you're inventing people and you're trying to make all of this work you've, you've got to make it work you've got to and then the medicine comes in and just like puts the lights on it's really what it is it's what it's been about and you know how she puts the lights on with me was this really crazy Harry you know the the world she took me into for me to be healed was insane. <clears throat> and then gave me more <clears throat> understanding about how the universe works. But she literally just put all the lights on, you know, so now you could smell all the weed and the drink and the urine and the sex, you know, sex. You could smell it, you could see, you know, that these people, you know, weren't 
these lovely people that they were just horrible dark energies or right? <clears throat> and that the person you invented to survive there was a joke was it was was a lie was an armor was armor none of it was real even your own parents right there was no connection i had no connection to my own fa- i mean I, I invented a connection because i had to um so <clears throat> that's the win the win is that right it's melting it all it's not about the journey right i mean the journey is whatever your journey is but it, it's really and it can be normal or weird or strange or whatever you know mine was particularly weird to me because you know i didn't know anything about this whole other universe but um in the end you get reconnected back to yourself you you know you take if you're on your own and you're stuck in a shit show you have to connect in that shit show right even though it's all a trick and it was all a trick i mean you know they didn't want me to be here okay <clears throat> so what am i going to do if i don't want you to be here i'm going to build a trap where they're going to be these people who are going to show up as your parents but not really your parents you're going to connect with them they're going to do bad shit to you you're going to end up in this horrible place this pedophile ring right right you know you're terrified you're gonna you know you're gonna submit you're gonna agree you're gonna build what they want you're gonna connect there you're gonna put away the truth of what's really going on it's this whole whole thing was an absolute denial of everything but everything and everyone And so the medicine is dissolving everything. All the connections, all the people are being seen for who they are. I mean, I even, I even was in a, 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 a dream state when I was down in the jungle where my own fucking, you know, uncles and stuff were dark energies and were coming for me. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So all, all that's required is to be able to sit through all of this, to surrender to all of this. And to let the medicine heal you and clean you and remove all of this. I say that now because, <clears throat> you know, eight years in the car wash has been, you know, you kind of end up sort of understanding and surrendering and and it becomes sort of second nature, right? At first it's absolutely weird and you're like, oh my God. And then as the medicine works through you more and more, it, you know, it becomes like home in a way. It's like, okay, I have to keep surrendering to this. And it's very difficult, by the way. I'm not, even now, like, oh my God, you know, what am I, what's happening? It's been six months I've been in this, like, one space. and right? But you have to surrender. I mean, it's tough. <coughs> How much more is it going to be? And, and you just, that's it, you surrender. At this point, I'm just like, whatever, right? Um, but, you know, one day you wake up and you go, oh my God, you'll see it all. It's like, you know, looking back at 
a war zone. It's like you're walking away from this war zone in a way, right? This place that you were trapped in. Right? You can't see that at the beginning. You can't see any of this. So by the way, this is not, this is only eight years later. There's no, you know, there's no easy route through this. You have to go through the whole route. I remember actually the first time I even began this journey. I I remember very distinctly, I was at home on my meditation cushion and I'd done the medicine the first time. And uh, I remember clearly it was like, there was like this it was like some kind of nymph or a woman or something. And we were at the edge of this jungle, at the edge of this huge forest. And she's like, okay, it's time to go in. And that was eight years ago. I remember very distinctly. It's like, okay, now I'm going to take you through everything. You're ready to be. Right? So <clears throat> it's been quite the journey through this forest of all these entities and fears and oh just the craziness and then the reconnect to my other life which I had no idea again had anything to do with anything I didn't even know I had another life (laughs) so yeah my friend said to me oh you know so when I was telling them about the experience of being in the medicine and there was this like notion of you know, oh, somehow you're better, or somehow there's like, there's some more, you get to be something more, or there's more power to you, or I could sense this sort of competitiveness of like, no, I don't, this is not fun. I mean, it's fascinating that how the medicine works, it's fascinating how the universe works that you get a glimpse of. But I, you know, I don't get any more power, really. I mean, yeah, I get the power to be me, finally. But I don't, you know, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I wouldn't wish this journey on anyone what I've had to see, what I've had to, the losses and so, both in life and in, and in this medicine, it's, uh, yeah. There's no like, oh, you know, you get your house in Malibu from this. No, it was, it's a treacherous journey. It's, it's terrifying to be in, to see, you know, that you were trapped, that you your parents sold you, that you were in these pedophile rings. That, you know, personally, I don't even know how I survived, right? Um, so there's no payday. There's no, like... I think everybody... Or not everybody, as, you know, we all think, oh, if we do this, we get that, right? Um... No, what you get is just dissolved. You get yourself back. All of this wiring to all of this darkness is gone. You know, you get understanding and clarity. 
you know, you get... In the meantime, I thought, I'm going to build a business, you know, for people to go down to the medicine. I don't even know if that's... Right, is that what I want to do? I don't know. Might be not, might not be, but... You can't make a decision if you're in terror. It's just basically it. Especially if you're carrying terror from when you were a child. Um... There, there's not one decision I made that was mine. Not one. It was all based on terror. <clears throat> Either saving my family or trying to escape this horror that happened to me early on, this pedophile who chased me to the point where I, it recreated itself in a boyfriend not long ago. Um, yeah, you don't know. I don't know. You know, the only thing I can say is that I feel so very connected to the medicine and love, total, so much love. I feel very loving towards myself and connected to myself. I'm proud of myself for having gone through this. Yes, definitely. <coughs> and enormously I feel privileged and honored that the medicine would go out of her way, you know, to do this, to help me and to do all this work for me. I mean, God, who, who, who would ever do this? Who gives this much unconditional love and healing to anyone? I don't know. Only a mother, a really loving mother for their child, right? So that's the win. It's not oh, you get to have this experience, therefore you're special. And we have to be very careful, by the way. And I've seen it a lot, and I've seen it, you know, at the beginning of it, in yourself, right? You're like, oh, wow, it must be something super special for this to be happening to me. And No, you're not. You know, it's just... Um, you should be... Priv you should be um, proud that, and happy and grateful that the medicine shows you so much love and mercy in a way and you know a lot of people get into these big spiritual ego shits it's like no you're just it's you get you get a healing right it's not here to inflate more armor and more ego and and more for me it's just like it's just like wow like what this is how the world works? Wow. Right? In fact, with me, I think it's just pummeled me into oblivion. I mean, I'm just like... No, it's like there's no... You don't get a bigger ego. You don't get to be a spiritual guru. Nothing. Nothing. I look at these shamans and I think, these people have so much power. And you look at them and they could be, again, selling churros on the sixth train. They have that power because of their absolute humility and they're also so connected to the medicine the medicine runs the show you can't be in the medicine world and you know be going around sort of punching your chest and being ape-like it doesn't work like that you know once the medicine is in you you realize this power is vast and huge it owns everything it determines everything 
So it's a gift to be in the presence of that. It's a huge gift. It's a huge honor. And you get, you know, to get that after being pounded into oblivion a few million times and going through all these unbelievable, you know, experiences. Again, I've been pounded because I, you know, gave away secrets. I was just, that was the worst experience of my whole fucking life in that ceremony. I, I wish for death. Death would have been easier than that experience. And the guilt, you know, I felt really bad. I mean, you know, my apologies aren't really enough for what I did, but like, that's all I got right now, right? So no, there's nothing fun about it at all. Sounds like fun when you're talking about it. It's like, oh, wow, you're in this Harry Potter. Like, no, it's, you know, it's terrifying to be confronted, to be in the, you know, in the, the underworld with, with where I've been. With all these, you know, horrific things that I experienced, you know, being around pedophiles, children being abused, myself being abused, being tricked, being sold. I mean, all of it's horrific. You don't come out with ego, you come out humbled, absolutely humbled. And I think just humbled, more loving, more appreciative of everything. You know, you've been taken out of a stew of shit, been cleansed. And, you know, this thing still, this sort of raging creature, it's still within me. I don't, it doesn't, hasn't gone yet. I can't say, oh, well, it's all gone and I'm, no, it's still here. But I, it's like variations of your power. So the more you're awake, right, the more you're cleansed, the more you connect, the more you're in the realm of the medicine, you know, it doesn't have as much power, it can't, it's like, you know, it's sort of percentage thing, so before I couldn't see it, so it completely owned me, it's degrees of waking up, right, so the more you wake up, the less power it has over you, so as it's torn down, your, you know, your power rises, when I say power, is that your spirit wakes up in relation to the amount of power that darkness has right so at first it 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 owned me completely because I couldn't see it in the medicine it began to be you know shown and you know seen and then slowly but surely as it was surfaced and surfaced it was because I was waking up right the more you wake up the more you get to see it You know, the amount of how much you see is how much you're waking up, right? So the more it roars, the more I'm awake. Because I'm not trying to hide it. I'm not trying to... I'm not refusing. I'm willing to see everything around it, which is what I had to do. I had to wake up to all the horror of everything. To see I was in complete denial of myself, I was completely shut down. So... 
Yeah, a lot of people have wonderful experience and like, oh, I'm a spiritual nin. <coughs> like somebody in one of, oh, this is the crazy thing. It was like somebody in one of, in the last retreat was like, oh, I'm hearing Ikaros. I'm like, oh my God, are you fucking serious? That's pure ego. Ikaros are the songs that they sing in the medicine. It's given to these shamans after many years of like fasting in the jungle and I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a gift that's earned through absolute hardship, right? You're 10, you're 11, you're fasting on plants in the jungle, six months, a year, right? These ikaros, these songs don't come to these shamans for years and years. It's only after they've, and this person's like, oh, I'm hearing ikaros. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Can we not see the power of these people? How our egos, right, co-opt and kidnap and take on all these versions? It's bullshit. Fucking hearing Icaros, it's ridiculous. He's like, oh, come to my heart and listen to my Icaros. I'm like, oh my God, the fuck? Healing is a, you know, we can invent anything. Or people that say, that's the other one that's a funny part where the people are like, oh, you know, the medicine told me that I needed to go home. I'm not. Don't want to do this medicine anymore. It's not your. Fa- it's not the medicine. It's your ego. Right? Your ego doesn't want to see the truth. Not the medicine. The medicine never tells you in the middle of a retreat. Oh, you need to go back back to the states or back wherever you come from. No. So you get to see the cleverness of all of this in the medicine when you just surrender. Right. Surrendering might mean your phone doesn't ring for six months like mine. It's like I had all that. My phone has always been, you know, and then suddenly, boom. Right. The medicine's saying this is what, what's required now is this. You have to, you know, keep seeing, keep being healed and cleansed. So it's a lot of, you submit, all of you. You surrender Again, you know, I've been blown up so many times now by this medicine. And what I mean, it's like, you know, she's just dynamited so much shit out of me. There's none of me really left. I'm just like, whatever. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know who am I. I haven't fucking clue. (laughs) Right? And it's scary. Like, you don't have, I don't have any mechanisms I had before. I can't even conjure them up. Like all of the electricity is taken out because if you were built by this energy that was responding to these energies or these people or your circumstances or whatever. So, you know, there's no win here. You don't get to go out, you know, with your little golden robe or there's no, it's, it's, it's going to crush you. That's how it works. It crushes you. So you can be, show up finally. It crushes all your versions of you. It crushes all your stories. It crushes all your connections that weren't real. I mean, I don't think there was one real connection ever. Now, yes, connection. There are people that I'm truly connected to that matter to me and whom I adore and love for me. But all of that that I lived, the last 60-odd years, no. It's just all... It was all me just running from this darkness or, you know, hiding from everything or, you know, 
building out of terror or because I couldn't, I wouldn't see the truth or it was all falsehoods, right? Um, so yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to win here. You don't get to be part of a cult or nothing. It's just, you get to be, you know, you get to get your crush compass fixed. You get to reconnect with your heart. You get to be loved. I mean, it's it's this loving place. I was watching, like, you know, Selling Sunset, loving myself, like, oh, I love this show, and I love myself. <laughs> oh, isn't that great? Oh. It's like this sweetness. It's this, you know, there's no, all this dark influence trying to change you and trying to, where you have to struggle to be somewhere. It's all gone, right? And again, there's not this, like, just no, there's not like this, oh, I'm going to then, you know, I'm going to become an astronaut and I'm going to have to climb to the, him. yeah, it's just like, I don't know, I'll figure out from this, you know, it'll just show up somehow, it'll be that. So it's a huge crusher, <clears throat> right, it doesn't, it, this thing doesn't adorn you, <laughs> It's so funny because everybody thinks that, like, I'm going to be a better person. <laughs> Thinking that I'm going to be someone else, I'm going to get more power. <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like going into, like, a crusher. It's like, you know those cars that get, they get smashed? <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's what it's like. It's like you just, you know those cars, they smash them all up and they get crushed into this little... You know, you see them on trucks going by. That's what happens. You get so totally crushed, completely. And I can laugh because there's joy in it, really. Like, oh, I don't have to be that person ever again. I don't have to live in that darkness, make up people that don't exist. It's like, it doesn't matter anymore. I don't have to make anybody work. Isn't that fabulous? I don't have to get anybody to like me. Right? It's, it's... I'm just going to show up and that's it. I'm going to be, you know, the most authentic and the truest I can be. But actually connected to your heart, right? And, you know... Your connections are real and the love is real and the feelings are real and and you hurt now. You didn't hurt before because you were so numb. And you have this unbelievable ally in the medicine and, and in nature. And what else is there to win, right? I don't know. So, you know, the lottery ticket <clears throat> it's a great distraction, you know, to get the $200 million lottery ticket. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. But it still doesn't solve my problems. I remember actually once thinking about, this is actually interesting. Um, I was a painter for a while and, I, you know, I tried to paint out all my horror, which I didn't realize at the time. But I remember one distinct day when it was like I, I was painting and I thought, and I got stuck on like, uh, you know, because in painting you're kind of making all these different moves, you know. And I remember thinking, there's not enough money in the world here that could 
give me this next move on this painting. Right? It can't it, it, it can't fix that problem for me. And we think money solves everything it doesn't. I mean, we, we want it, we need it. It's the currency that we live by, but it's not. And I think that's a lot of the problem is that we think that somehow, you know, money equals power equals, you know, wrap up, right? Equals wholeness. It isn't. And I think that's a lot that everybody is stuck on. And they can't understand why they don't feel the happiest. And I, you know, I work with a lot of people who are very, very, you know, loaded. And, you know, it's just, it isn't the answer. I think a lot of us think that, because we look at, I think one of the things is we see all these big movies and, oh God, look at them on that big screen. They have money, they're happy. Or, <clears throat> By the way, no shade also on having it. No, I'm just saying, Whatever you're chasing, if, it, if you're running from something, it, it will eventually catch up with you. Right. So stop. Let, let the whole world... And sometimes you can't, so the world has to kick you off a cliff a few times. It certainly did that for me. I had to be kicked off because I just couldn't stop. I was just... Go, go, go. So, it, it, you know, my, my entry into the medicine came after a lot of suffering a lot I lost an awful lot until I finally you know ended up in the medicine you know 13 and a half years of meditation a horrific divorce so much loss on every fucking front that eventually you know I was worthy really of going into this medicine and again the medicine sort of calls you I think really it's, it, you can't sell this stuff, you know. I talk about it because it's been so powerful, but it it sells itself, right? It's not like it, it doesn't have this sort of capitalism of a of a religion. It's not like a church. Like I'm a broker to God, you know. And you know, if you want to have a seat in heaven, oh, here's the list. You know, what's your seating plan? <laughs> Give me 10 bucks and I'll give you your, you know, <laughs> I'll give you row five. You know, I'll give you seat five, row J. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work like that, right? It's a privilege. But to get in here, wow, to have arrived here was, and then I went through a, a lot of suffering. No doubt about it. It was horrific. I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, actually. I wish I could just have gone in like a regular person, but, you know, that's what it took for me. It's going to be something different for everybody. But it's not a sales job. You know, I can't, you know, I can, I can describe the experience in, for what happened to me, but I can't sell it to you, right? I don't think anyone can. And I would say, for the most part, um... I don't think it is. I mean, even the shamans say people don't understand this, and they don't. A lot of... Even when they go to these different retreats in Costa Rica, they say people don't know what the fuck is going on. They have no idea. These gringos are selling it completely... You know, the, when I say selling it, when they're, they're describing it, they don't understand. And that's one of the great... That's one of the things I hope 
I think for me is to clarify. I think that is perhaps also why I do this is because um, the clarification of what it is we, we gringos don't I don't understand we don't understand it the shamans do you know but then here's a problem the shamans speak their language and then they speak Spanish but the language of the medicine is is something completely foreign to us I mean, they, they understand this whole universe. I mean, I'm sure they know when the world's going to end. I, I wouldn't doubt it. They talk to all sorts of creatures from other worlds. and I, You know, it's a very sacred sort of world. In fact, we're even lucky to be part of it. Before, they wouldn't even let, you know, their own villagers who weren't shamans go into these medicines. So we're extraordinarily privileged. But do we understand it? No. And we try to with our science and our shit. We can't. It's doesn't. It's not any part of it. None of it. And so, we have to respect it. It's a sacred medicine that we have a privilege to be part of. But can we understand it? No, we we can't. I'm trying to make an ayahuasca pill? What are you insane? It's never going to work. This is. The, shaman, the, the plants come to the shamans because the shamans have dieted on them. And do you know what the plants do? When someone doesn't follow the diet at the end and breaks the diet, the plant chastises the shamans. Right? If I break the diet when I come back, which I, th- I thought I did once, was awful. I felt absolutely awful. <clears throat> the plants chastise the the shamans and then the plants no longer work inside of you they just stop working so yeah it's a commitment to something that you do and will not understand there's no way unless you're you know part of their heritage part of their tradition It's like Zen. You have all these American Zen teachers. I've been there. It's like, no. It's like, it's in your DNA. I mean, I can try. I mean, I, you know, you can do it. And, but they take, you know, they're like, there's suddenly these big Zen. You know, you have Japan, like the whole tradition inherited. It's in their DNA. So I don't. I can laugh about it and do all this stuff. I have no idea. And I've been through a massive experience. I still don't have a clue. I just surrender and commit. And you surrender and you commit, the plants heal you or love you back or whatever they do. But it's a commitment. Because if you don't, the plants leave. The plants just stop working. And again... It's the shamans that have to do the work. You know, um, one of the shamans did long-distance healing for my cousin in Spain. And he was sick for a week. But the shaman said to me, I couldn't sleep for days because his energies were so powerful What she was battling with him. They, they, you hear them at the end of ceremonies that's like coughing up all of the filth and the dirt and the grossness that's coming out of people. They're, they're doing that for you. Huh? Yeah. 
so I have perhaps my last visit back, I, I, my reverence room has just like shot through the roof because I could barely <clears throat> fast for two weeks and I wasn't even fasting. I had some food every day at some point. There was one day that we had to fast to like a whole day and I was like, huh? I couldn't, I was just going through the roof. I was like, what the fuck? And they do this for like six months and a year and before they do it two or three years and disappear and come back. I was like, no. So <clears throat> it's not for me to take on their tradition or their culture. It is not. I've had the privilege of having access to a tiny little, a little piece of it. And I'm in awe. But to know it, no. I've no idea. The realm of their understanding is vast. And I don't say that because I know that. It's because I had a tiny sampling of, you know, having access to a little bit of the power of it, a tiny piece of it, which for me was like, oh, my God. So all of us want to like, oh, I'm going to own the ayahuasca pill. I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to. This is going to become a big thing. You know, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, wake the fuck up, right? This doesn't belong to you. You won't understand it. Spirits. You're going to put a spirit in a pill? Good luck with that. And by the way, you know, <clears throat> it's still like medicine. This is hallucinogenic. This is a federal drug problem, right? Or, oh, and I'm going to get all spiritual and, and I'm going to have an ayahuasca experience. It's neither of them. It's nature. It's fierce. It's nothing to do with either the woo-woo of the spiritual world or the hard, cold sort of lab experience of a scientist. It's another fucking universe. So don't kid yourself. You won't know. And you won't know even after you've been doing it for God knows how long. <coughs> the medicine doesn't give away her secrets to anyone. Right? She gives away her secrets to those who are in the medicine. Her people. So... You know, don't go in there thinking you're going to come out with a, you know, Rolls Royce. Because <laughs> now I know. It's an extraordinarily humbling, crushing experience. If you're going in to add to what you think you have, forget about it. I always say, you know, I remember very clearly, like, oh, my list of stuff. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what my boyfriend's going to be like. I want to know what my job's going to be like. I want to know what I'm going to live. Right. Oh, my God. Please. You'll know nothing. <laughs> you will know nothing. You'll be thrown into things that you will be like, oh. I remember there was one person that went in and just got lost in outer space. For God, he got really scared. Poor sweetheart. He just got completely, like, thrown out into outer space. I had to bring him back. So, 
it isn't the it's such a powerful experience it demands your commitment and your surrender and your willingness to wake up that's it and however that goes for you whether you're moving around on your own in a ceremony or you know you're having doctors operate on you or you know whatever the fuck is going on you're in a spaceship or accept it it's something that you need to accept and it's not part of this world it's part of some other thing other parallel universe or some other thing that's going on and it will shock you and frighten you and challenge you and test you and um it's not pretty there's nothing pretty other than you know when i say pretty it's other than the enormous love that's being given to you by someone actually willing to come in and heal you um <clears throat> you will be given the most infinite love divine love but it will test you and it will crush you um and in a way it will show you just how insignificant you are <laughs> with really you're just part of this huge churning intelligence i'm i'm not any closer to knowing anything in fact i would say i know even less now i think that's true i what have i learned there's there's this unbelievable intelligence i i don't know what is it um you know i know <coughs> that and all by the way i'm sorry all my coughing and stuff during these things it's it's part of the cleansing experience as you'll you'll get that in the medicine too there's a lot of you know throat stuff and whatever phlegm and all that that's part of the cleansing so I apologize but um <clears throat> um yeah what do i know yeah there's this there's an intelligence i don't know there are other what there's you know this is a tiny closed circuit of the intelligence yep i would say that um you really don't have you don't have any control <laughs> sorry you don't really have any control you think you do but you kind of don't really there's the illusion of control but no like i would really like to be a bit in the south of france right now but i'm not um i think one of the liberating pieces of this is that when you see that you're part of this bigger network that's for me it's really wonderful to know that like i belong to something so much bigger and that it's so loving and caring i think that to me is a wonderful wonderful feeling and for that reason i was able to go through all this horror and see everything is because i really knew i had parents somewhere i i had a family 
somewhere that I could finally connect to, which made it's still difficult, but it it definitely enabled me to go through this whole experience, knowing that because it's going to be difficult regardless, right? Um, I think in the end that you get called to get together to met somehow you get taken there somehow again it's not a sales job somebody doesn't you know knock on the door and say listen give me five bucks and I'll show you give you a seat in heaven type of thing doesn't um one of the most amazing things is there's no third there's no third party it's just you the medicine and your psyche it's like having a direct access to divinity really through the plants Um, your spirit comes back clearly because anyway for me it's clear because they came to get me before I was born which meant I was a spirit in one life and then I came back so yeah I suppose we come back but yeah and I think when you're not blocked you know, you are a channel for this this intelligence, this divinity. I think we're all channels for this divinity. Or this intelligence, or whatever you want to call it. And like Shakespeare says, you know, we have our entrances and our exits. We're here, we do this thing, and then we bag off, and then we're here, and then we do this other thing, and then we bag off, and... Um... You'll find out why you're here, what you're here to do. Turns out I was here to, you know, fight all these, or get out of this sewer of dark energies. Again, got stuck in a huge snowball, and I was a little tiny pebble in it. Um, it is a sort of death when you get crushed. It's interesting because as the energies that are affected you are crushed, so you are crushed at the same time. So if you're built out of the dark energies and the denial of you, of course, as those dark energies are exposed, you can no longer be that person, right? So that's why it's a huge crusher of your whole being. Um... Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, in my case, my power was stolen. It was all, there's a collusion to make sure, trap to make sure that I would never have any power, which makes sense if you're in terror, they'll take, you know, you're terrified. You won't, you'll just be, you know, cowering in this corner, like terrified, which is what I was for the last 60 odd years. Although, you know, apparently I didn't look like that, but I've been there. I think people are just energies in meat bags, really. Spirits in meat bags, fulfilling a particular function. That's it, basically. I don't know anything else. I think that's basically it. Um, you know, only in clarity can you make decisions, right? I can't make decisions if I'm stuck denying who I am and terrified by spirits and darkness and evil. And, yeah, and I suppose the other thing is that this evil isn't from here that's made very clear to me in the medicine it's like this evil 
this thing that was in me that is in me, all right? That is in, can show up, can shapeshift, etc. is a virus that's not from here. And that's everywhere. And that's kind of crazy when I look out at everybody, I think, oh my God, there are people here that are this virus, like, sounds really sort of Orwellian or Star Trekky or something, but that's kind of crazy for me to think about that. That's what I got to see also in the medicine. So, yeah, the win is, you know, these energies are dissolved. You're cleansed. You get sort of reconnected back to yourself. And we're all part of this thing, the source. I think it's extremely democratic because finally you don't need a middleman, right? There's no funny outfit and a person that you, nobody can convince you of anything because now you're connected back to source in a way through the medicine. So that's a very powerful place to be. Right, we are all it. We are all connected to the everything. But we just, you know, through trauma or through convincing or through conditioning, you know, we think that we need someone else to tell us who we are. And that's frightening because apes are very clever at manipulating other people. So that's extraordinarily liberating. I think the two most powerful things are A, you get connected back to the mothership and B, by being connected back to the mothership, there's this enormous, you know, connection to yourself and to this knowing of this divine love that's there. And that's why it gets more difficult and more easy um, at the same time. So the tests are bigger, um, but the surrender... Oh, is it the other way around? I would say, yeah, the more of her, the more of the medicine you get back, the more you have to surrender. And by the way, it's not easy to surrender, especially it's like, oh my God, you know, my phone stopped ringing for six months. What, what am I going to do? So, but the more of, of you, you get back, the more cleansing you have. So it's a lot of conflicting things, but you have to just give in and give in and give in and give in um, until the work is done. And you don't know how long it takes or what it looks like. And it's a bit like watching the grass grow and how many more ceremonies do I have to do? Do I have to do any more? Is this it? There's all these sort of, you know, sort of typical what's going to happen questions. Of course, it's normal. We like to plan, we like to control, but all of that is kind of taken from you. <laughs> so if you're going down the avalanche, just keep going because you will end up back home. Bye.